Today's show is pre-recorded. I sure will. A good morning, everybody. Y'all listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. <laughs> Got a radio show. Uh, today, folks, I just want to dive right in because I think I got it. Here it is. Did you know that there is a life for you that's greater than you could have ever dreamed of? Did you know that there's a life for you better than the one you've ever felt before? And did you know that there was a life for you much bigger than the one you wanted? And lastly, did you know that what I just said is true? Did you know that? Did you know that the things I just said are available to you? It's not just intended for those who receive awards. It's for everybody. Yeah, you too. It's for you who didn't get your high school diploma. It's for you who are incarcerated. It's for you who have two strikes. It's for you who've been sentenced to life. It's for you who've gotten out and have a felony record and can't seem to get it together. It's for you who have an illness. It's for you who the doctors have given up on. It's for you. This life I'm talking about is for you. Did you know 
that there's a life for you better than the one you dreamed about, better than the one you've imagined, a life better than the one you thought of, that there's a life for you better than the one you've ever felt before. There's a life for you better than the one you saw for yourself. There's a better life for you than the one you expected and even the one you wanted. Did you know that this is true for you? See, here's, here's, let me give you the secret to this thing now. You have to believe that it is for you. Now, you got to fight through the doubts. You got to fight through the will of Satan because the devil is busy, man. The devil wants you to think that it's hopeless. The devil wants you to think that this is it. The devil wants you to think there ain't no more to it. The devil wants you to think that this applies to other people but you. Yeah, you've been dealt the worst hand of them all, which you ain't, but that's what the devil wants you to think. So you got to fight through now. You got to fight through to get to what I just said is available for you. But what else you got to do? You ain't doing nothing else. Might as well fight. Why just wake up and just let it be? Why would you wake up every day and just exist when there's a chance for you to actually live? See, the reason I don't mind smiling so much now is because I'm no longer existing. I'm living now. See, see, that's what you want to get to. You don't want to exist to wake up paycheck to paycheck, day to day, not knowing, not understanding, not having, can't can't get this, can't get that, can't go here, can't go there. Gotta wait, gotta wait, gotta wait, gotta wait till it seems like you never get nowhere. You can get out of that rut of life feeling like when you wake up in the morning that your life is ho-hum, that you're just in a rut. I drive the same way to work. I do the same thing on my job. When I get off, I drive all the way back home. I sit there, I read the newspaper, I water the lawn. I'm so sick of my life, it ain't. This ain't what I wanted, man. And start, wake up, start over, do the same thing. Then the weekend gets in, you got to mow the lawn, and then you try to fix something in the garage, and you feel like your life is in a rut. I'm talking about if this feels like a rut to you, that if it's what you've always wanted, I'm cool with that. But I'm talking to people who want it more, who would love their life to be more, who would love their life to different, to be different. I'm not criticizing you if I just described your life I'm just only talking to the ones who would dare to believe that there's more to it than this. I'm only talking to the ones who would dare, dare to accept the challenge, to fight through and see what God got for you instead of listening to Satan all the time. The devil is busy, man. Please understand he's so busy. So busy trying to trick you, get you into the groove. You know, they're doing all kind of stuff now, man. You know, atheists and already got prayer taken out of schools. Excuse me. Look at our schools. schools. Now there's a push by the atheists to get the words in God we trust taken off our money. Here's the deal. If you don't believe in God and you don't want to trust in God, just go on about your business. But what you can't do is spill off all into what I'm talking about. That's the problem I have with all, all of them. If you're going to do you, then do you. But don't spill off into what I got. Now, see, if you don't believe what I'm saying, then I ain't talking to you. Let's just be clear about the relationship with Steve Harvey and his crew. I'm only talking to the people that believe, that are looking for something else, that want something more, that want something better. That's got to be out there searching and hoping and, and trying to do more. That's all I'm talking to. Now, if you don't believe what I'm saying is true, then go ahead. Try it your way. Go see. Write me. Email me. Let me know how it's going for you. 
But I'm telling you of a way that's tried and true. If you go to God, if you go to your creator, your maker, if you go to him and you go to him for real and tell him, hey, you know what? I want you to go ahead and take over from here. I'm done. I done done all I know how to do. I done, I done tried everything I know how to try. I'm sick of me right now. Hey, look here. You created me. What you want me to do? And here's the cool thing about it when I made that decision, y'all. See, I was so afraid for years that I was going to miss out on something if I did that. I couldn't do this no more. But the stuff I needed to stop doing, I really need to stop. The, the things I was afraid of not being able to do anymore were the very same things I really didn't need to be doing no more in the first place. On, on the real, man. On the real. All that temporary fun I was having. All them temporary outlets I was using. All them temporary things trying to fulfill myself I was doing. I was just doing a bunch of temporary mess, man. I said, hold up, man. I want something permanent, man. I want a permanent feeling in my heart that it's going to be all right. So he replaced all that fun with joy. But it was only because I went and I faced it. He didn't take me and stop me from being me. He just made a better version of me. See, God don't take, he because all the stuff he sent you through, he needed you to go through all them. He needed you to have them experience of what it felt like to be locked up. He needed you to have that experience to know what it was to lose everything. He needed you to have that experience to make you tough. You're just going to be a tough one. I'm a tough soldier in his army, that's all. I just ain't one of the weak ones. I protect the weak ones. God didn't take a lot of stuff from me except the stuff I needed. But the stuff he made me to be, he allowed me to keep it, and he just made a better me. Do that, y'all, and you can have what you want. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your undivided attention, please? We are here. The Steve Harvey Morning Show is abounding with information, love, uplift, joy, and above all else, encouragement. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here today. On this Monday morning, to get it started, Shirley Strawberry. Good morning, Steve Harvey. Happy Monday. Wonderful, wonderful. Carla Pharrell. Good morning, Steve. What's up, crew? What's that? Junior. Morning, morning, morning everybody. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, a little sad this morning. Uh-oh. <laughs> I'll get to it. J. Anthony Brown. What's up, Mr. Harvey? How you doing? King of pranks, nephew Tommy. Yay, yay, in the building, top top. It's Monday, baby. Started to bring out Earl of Artingham. Oh. So what's going Nothing on, Drew? You sound kind of sad. Yeah, why is Junior well, so depressed? Yeah, you, we, well, did y'all not, was well, over the weekend nobody was there? Y'all didn't well, see I mean, I watched everything the Browns lost. Resounding. Mm, sports. <laughs> but probably sports nothing like Houston. What happened with Houston? Oh, we don't talk about you this. You know damn well what happened. You know we lost. <laughs> you saw how we Why? lost. You got to do this, man. Makes Tommy so mad. <laughs> man, he act like he don't know. Like it's no, he don't, like he, what happened huh? in Houston? <laughs> Look at his face, though. The Astros <laughs> lost. Then the Texans turn around and lose the next day. I don't what? want to lose. I can't take it. <laughs> the Astros and the Texans lost. <laughs> wow. And Houston. Yeah, same thing. And the Rockets. <laughs> the Rockets hey, hey, been that lost. was a while back. Now. Red Cloud. The bombs bursting. <laughs> the Rockets are stupid. Tough weekend. Oh, yeah, it's all right, though. It ain't nothing but a game. Hey, June, you wasn't playing. You still at work. 
Hey, man, listen, listen to me. When the Browns are getting their ass whooped, I just turn it off. Y'all ain't finna mess my Sunday up. Y'all don't want to win. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Is that how you We're got to do that? Dog, I cut on Netflix, was watching Narcos. Escobar was winning all his. You don't know what Escobar said. Giving him a run for that money. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he don't play. <laughs> nah, he did not play, boy. I love that show, Narcos. Yeah. We're getting closer, I... y'all. Yeah, what, 15 days? Yep. 16 Woo, Two days. weeks. Almost oh, over. You're about to oh, lose man. your job. Hey, man, so they completely uh-huh. tried right. to vote and suppress me with, with my ballot, my mail-in ballot, and uh-huh. my absentee ballot. Really? They ain't send me either one. Really? I, I had already what? voted, and, and they sent me my absentee ba- ballot two days later. Ain't sent me nothing. What? You got to go okay. down there. I'm going. Yeah, Don't worry. Trying. Don't try and play going me. Going out there and getting lined yeah. up. Don't worry about it. I'm. Oh, please know I'm voting. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. No, I'm going to show y'all. <laughs> hey, before we go to break, <laughs> can I please say happy birthday to my baby Sheridan, who's not a baby anymore. She's 24 years old today. <laughs> happy wow. birthday, Sheridan oh, Strawberry. Birthday, I know, Sheridan. right? Yeah, can you believe Sheridan. that? <laughs> 24. Man. I know. Y'all getting older. Coming up in 32 minutes after the hour, we'll find out what the crew did, what else we guys did over the weekend, and get ready for Steve's Ask the CLO with the Chief Love Officer. That's right after this. Happy birthday, baby. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, time now for you to help some listeners with their love problems. This is our Ask the CLO segment of you... If you have any love questions for the CLO, please go to steveharveyfm.com. All right, Steve, it sounds like you're ready. This one is from Incognito in Oklahoma. It says, my husband is a security guard at a community college. He recently busted two students smoking weed, and he took the weed and reported them. He brought the weed home and put it on his nightstand. I didn't know he had to turn the weed into the school, so I smoked it. Uh, When he noticed the weed was gone, he flipped out and said he could lose his job over this. He searched all over the house. He knows I smoke, but he never accused me of taking it. I hate to see him this stressed out. Should I confess? Why don't you just buy him some more and give it to him? Have him lose his job? You confessing ain't going to save the job. You got to buy some more damn weed and give it to your husband. But you too high to figure that out. Yeah. <laughs> is you that what it is? The All the damn weed. <laughs> <laughs> You're so junky. Harvey gave you the answer in 30 seconds. <laughs> but he doesn't smoke, and she, she thought he just brought some weed, weed home for her. You don't smoke all the weed. <laughs> You, what you do? What they do, Jay? They pinch off the top. Is that what they say they do? They yeah, pinch off you roll a joint and call it a day. Damn! That's <laughs> wow, she's greedy. <laughs> All right, so buy your man some more weed. All right, moving on. Santanya mm-hmm. in Evanston, Illinois, says, "I'm a live music junkie and I've always loved drummers. Two Saturdays ago, my boyfriend and I went to hear a band, and I locked eyes with the drummer, and we flirted all night." I managed to slip him my business card before we left, and he called me the next day. I met him for lunch on a Tuesday, and right after we were seated, my boyfriend appeared out of nowhere and sat with us. 
My boyfriend and the drummer are co-workers, so it was a setup. And my boyfriend dumped me. It's cool yeah, though, because I want song. the dr- yeah. yeah. It's cool though, because I want the drummer. Do you think I stand a chance with him now? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, go and get the drummer. Right. But that's all you're gonna get is a drummer. That's right. You're gonna get beat, and then that's gonna be it. He gonna beat you. Cause that's what drummers do. And then that's gonna be it. Wow. It was a setup. They was co-workers. You got busted. That's okay. You want the drum anyway. Go on and go for the drummer. But you about to find the, the trick. Dudes is dudes is real tricky when they real boys. You need to get off them damn drummers. <laughs> I mean, if you just have to have a drummer. <laughs> you got to open up yourself up to piano players. <laughs> Horn players, dude. Yeah, Horn sucks. <laughs> Yeah, that's kind of crazy. No, you don't stand a chance with him. Carlisa in Macon, Georgia. I've been married for a year, and I moved into my husband's home after the wedding. I noticed he had a lot of female clothing and coats in a basement closet. He told me they belonged to his ex, and she moved out of state and needed to store a few things temporarily. I put all of her stuff in a big plastic bin, and I told him I need her address. He said, I can't send them to her because that's rude. And he promised to keep them for her. I know he loves me, but should I worry about his loyalty to his ex? What? Well, it's not no loyalty. It's just that he's got it a little bit mixed up. Because if he think he finna live in that house in peace with her clothes in that damn basement, he's sadly mistaken. Your job is to give him nothing but pure hell by them clothes <laughs> until yeah. they go. Mm-hmm. And I want all the fellas to know I'm not telling them nothing they ain't going to do anyway. So ain't no we Steve already- always telling me the wrong thing. No, this what they going to do yeah. any damn way. We already knew this. I applaud her so hard for, for packing them up and sending them to her, wanting to oh, do yeah. that. Oh, no. Yeah. No, yeah. no, no, no. She got to get out of here. Mm-hmm. Now, he's going to tell her he'd keep them. No, pardon her. Oh, I got what you're saying, but it's got to go. <laughs> got to. Yeah. I know he loves me, but should I worry about his loyalty to his ex? It's not There's- loyalty to her. What he just did is something as a favor. He, he thinks he's being uh, honorable by doing what he said he's going to do, but it cannot be at the expense of you. No. It's the part he's missing. Right. That's exactly right, Steve. He said, I can't, his wife can't send them to her because that's rude. <laughs> okay. Well, we're about to be rude. Pop. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, I'm the new Miss So and So, and here your sugar honey iced tea. <laughs> Right. Via FedEx. And then the husband said he promised to keep them for her. What? <laughs> you yeah, have a wife that now. Stuff away so fast. Girl, I, yeah, well, you got to break a promise, Thank ain't you? you? Yeah. You promised. Promise I did. Yeah. Thank you. This is my house now. Because we can <laughs> mail it or burn it. Which one you want to do? You want to mail yeah. it or burn it? How you want to do it? <laughs> I wouldn't have gave him the option. Baby, what is that in the fireplace? <laughs> 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 what is that in the fireplace? 
clothes. Why is yeah. all that smoke? Why it smell like perfume in here? Mm. Oh, that's your. Oh, that. Oh, them is your helpers' clothes. Yes. <laughs> Promised. <laughs> But this is a red flag, though, because he doesn't see yes. that. You know, this yes. is a red flag. Oh. He said, I can't send them to her because that's rude, and I promised. That, that's a red flag. Your husband should never say that to you about another woman. Come on now. Taking her feelings, son. Yeah. Yeah. Taking her feelings. I promise to get yeah. him out of there in the morning. That's the only promise you need to be Yeah. 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 That, that's not cool. Not cool at all. No. Yeah. All right, Go ask your ex for some clothes and bring them in there. See what happens. Okay. All right, Junior. Oh, that's Jimmy's jacket. I I promise I would keep it for him. Yeah. And and you can't handle this because that's rude now. (laughs) Jimmy's jacket. Jimmy. (laughs) Now now who started the fire? Jimmy to come get this jacket for Jimmy get jacked. (laughs) We're with you, Carlisa. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much, CLO. Great advice as always. Coming up next, Church Complaints with Reverend Motown and Deacon Def Jam right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann will continue with her series, Why We Vote. Today's segment, she will talk about uh, Wilmington's lie. You don't want to miss it, okay? You do not want to miss it. Miss Ann's Why We Vote series is at the top of the hour. Plus, inside entertainment news, Kanye West tweeted that he is going to pray for Issa Rae. We'll tell you why at the top of the hour. But uh, today is Monday, and it's time now for Reverend Motown and Deacon Def Jam with today's Church Complaints. We gavel <laughs> today. Yes. Knowing that willingness to mm. be up front. Mm. Church is always finding ways to complain. Mm. And now we are here to deal with it in that level of, of a way to confinement for the discernment of the perpetuation. Lord Jesus, I'm preaching today. Okay, amen. Uh, you better minister us, up in here. <laughs> you, 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 you better understand it. Uh, let us begin, Deacon. Ah, Pastor, the uh, members want to know when, when will we be coming back to the church to have service? The attendance on Zoom is at an all-time low, and your sermons are the same. They are tired. We are losing members by the day. You're going to have to do something different, Pastor. You're gonna well, let to. me let's uh, clarify something about these sermons being tired. As, uh-huh. I, as I see screens blinking off, mm. as, as do I blink off. <laughs> but but they're blinking off because of you, Pastor. Because they they've no, heard no. it before. No no I, no 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 no. See, I want you to understand that our congregation has been hit with several new cases, <laughs> and not COVID. No. Oh. But our members have just come down with colds. Oh. And, 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 they, and all of them got pre-existing conditions. We ain't got a healthy church member in here. <laughs> well, we know that. We know we have pre-existing So, you know, one, one, I told them, you can't even Zoom when you sick up in here. 
but but I don't know how this virus go. I mean, it come through the internet. If the virus come through the internet, it ain't gonna happen over here. You can't catch nothing on Zoom. If you cough or sneeze, I'm the one. I here's a confession. If I see you cough or sneeze on the Zoom, mm-hmm. I I take your video off. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Stay healthy, Pastor. Move on. Everybody that's coughing move, move don't, on. Have, don't have some. Some people have reg- They're still regular sick, Pastor. You can still be regular sick. Okay. We don't know that. A <laughs> <laughs> mess. Now, if they got to go somewhere and wants to get out here, the Trump rallies all the way up to the election. <laughs> Amen, Pastor. Amen. Amen again. Yes. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's keep it moving right along, Pastor. We got a situation here. Sister Rivers needs our help. She fell at her house and dislocated her booty. Uh, she would like what? our help to get her booty back in position. Was it fake? Well, the only reason that you could dislocate a booty is if you used uh, Fixer Flat, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, which was real big down in Atlanta. And you remember uh, Sister Rivers disappeared for several days and had took a flight into Atlanta and got a booty, came back with a bodacious behind. And once you fall and it shifts, it's just over there. So what had happened to Sister Rivers was, both halves of her ass was on one side. Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. Pastor. I didn't know that. Now. All yeah, was on one that. side. Woo! Mm. The that's, crack that's and off. everything was off center. Yeah, that's, that's bad. Now. That's bad. Now, we so when she went to the toilet, she sat on it sideways like a white girl on a horse. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving this church today. <laughs> It's my last. I right. off of Zoom. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Pastor. You, you, uh, you, visualize. You know, yeah, you took yeah. me somewhere. I, I didn't know we was going. You took me somewhere. All right. Now, listen here now. Uh, Brother Darius Roberts is in ICU. All right. Now, he does not have COVID-19, but he forgot to brush his teeth on Sunday morning. And when he put his mask on, his breath knocked him smooth out. Uh, he's on a, uh, a Colgate IV right now. His kids are asking for financial support. Uh, $2,300 in medical fees that we can help. He's on a, a, a Colgate IV right now. Well, he's in ICU because of, uh, because of ISM. 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 What is that? That's when I smell me. <laughs> well, get your oh. ass in ICU. <laughs> that exactly what it looked like what happened to him. A mess. Oh, man. All right. Uh, I don't think, I think you're going to have to shut this down. The wheelchair volunteer fire department ministry. Uh, this doesn't seem to be working out. They've had two calls and haven't been able to complete either one of them. Miss Gidra's cat uh, is still stuck in the tree as of uh, this past Tuesday. And they had a grease fire at the Sloppy Bowl restaurant. Now, they was able to put out the first flow, but they couldn't roll up to the second and put it out. The second flow burnt down. So uh, you're going to have to stop this ministry. It's not working. 
No, I'm going to let them continue. I think they're doing a one wonderful job for low-burning fire. <laughs> if you live in a two-family duplex apartment or mm-hmm. uh, 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 office space, don't call us. We are only for garage fires, uh-huh. basement studio fires, <laughs> and porch fires. Porch, yeah. Mm-hmm. Porch. Oh, oh, porch. That's oh, all gosh. we do, porch. Okay. All right, we only do first floors, basically, Pastor. All right, here's another one. Old souls on the pole. This this is going to have to stop. Instead of basket weaving, I, all of our... Uh, uh, sisters that are over 60 are now working out on the pole, and three of them have fallen and hurt themselves already. You're going to have to shut it down. But old souls on the pole has, no, has become not, a problem. I'm not going to shut it down. Uh, I think we're going to just let them wear themselves down. But uh, they're going to hurt themselves. And then they yeah. won't get back up there. Oh. It's kind of like what the president is doing with the virus. <laughs> So. He gonna let it's called herd immunity. Yeah. He gonna let everybody get everybody. it, mm-hmm. so everybody get immune. We gonna let everybody fall, so don't nobody else get up there. <laughs> Who that smart? My path is smart. Smart <laughs> as the president. Who that smart? The president with a twenty-two word vocabulary. Yes. Thank you for church complaints today. Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll have some entertainment and national news for you right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Today and every Monday until the election, our news director, Miss Ann, will uh, host a series called Why We Vote. Today's segment is called The Wilmington Lie. Miss Ann will give us a history lesson on Wilmington, North Carolina, and you don't want to miss it. But first, in today's entertainment news, Issa Rae was the guest host on Saturday Night Live, and she did a comedy sketch called Your Voice Chicago, where Issa was a political commentator named Jamel Demings, and Jamel made it clear that she was going to vote for everybody black. But take a listen to what Jamel said about the presidential race when the segment was just about to end. Why don't we take a break? When we come back, we'll talk about the presidential race between Donald Trump, Joe Biden, and Kanye West. Kanye, F him. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Kanye, uh, no surprise here, didn't think the skit was funny at all. And uh, yesterday he tweeted... I've always said SNL uses black people to hold other black people back. My heart goes out to Issa Rae. I'm praying for her, her family. I know that 20 years of service that I've paid in the entertainment field has furthered our ability to be more successful. He got all that from that. Yeah, yeah. from that. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes you just have to take a joke, Kanye. Yeah. You gotta take it, Kanye. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, the, and you're right, Jay. The thing about it is, he takes himself very, yeah. very seriously. Yeah. And uh, you know, sometimes you can laugh at yourself I mean, too. Uh, yeah. Keenan does me on Saturday Night Live all the Regular. time. All oh, the no, time uh-huh. on Family Feud. Uh-huh. I had him on my Facebook show. I don't. I don't think it's a way of holding me back and putting me down. Right. You know, uh, it's a joke. Yeah. Uh, first of all, you got to be famous to make the joke thing on Saturday Night Live to begin with. 
Right. So I just I just right. take the good with it. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. it ain't that big a deal. But didn't really say nothing it about is. just just saying mm-hmm. El Kanye. That's all. I can't tell you how many people you said. But he's a serious and presidential you're be candidate. And you can't yeah. take a well, joke. He's you're gonna not. be doing a lot of praying <laughs> to himself. He's, he's not a serious <laughs> presidential candidate. And to himself. But that's that's <laughs> the part, man, that doesn't. I don't know, man. I, I'm just, you know, I, you know, this 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 whole week and a half has been kind of crazy, you know, with, with my man Cube and everything. Just last week, I was saying, you know, mm-hmm. uh, it's just been kind of crazy because, like, you know, I know Cube's heart, but I also understand the timing of all of this. And you know, we just we just we just had a stage, man, where we can't get distracted. Right. We know what we have to do. We all have to vote. We're too close. Uh, they're counting on us not doing it. They're counting us being scared of going out to the polls. They're counting on their Voter Suppression Act to have worked, and they've done everything. They've moved mailboxes, slowed down mail. They refuse to even send me my ballot. They they won't even send me mine, but I got something for them soon as I get off. Today. <laughs> going down in there. there. Yes. You go. got to go, homie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, man. Go vote on, thing, man. Steve. Yeah. yeah. Get it in person. Yeah, we've all go voted. fly, too. Be, be fly mm-hmm. when you go down there. Uh-uh. No, no. I ain't going to be fly. <laughs> no, go in a regular car, man, and then put your mask on. They might not know who you are. Yeah. You ain't They're got not no regular know, car. Steve. You got a regular yeah. car? Do you have a regular car? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Huh? My, look at the time, it. Steve. It's, <laughs> it's time. <laughs> oh, my God. New rolls go ahead or old rolls? Which one? Which one you call? Go ahead and introduce Miss Ann, please. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Thank you very much. This is Ann Tripp with the news. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi is giving the White House till tomorrow morning to work out its differences with congressional members on a new coronavirus relief package uh, for forgetting about uh, or getting about uh, getting, excuse me, getting one finalized before the November 3rd election. It's tomorrow. Okay, she wants something done. Pelosi was on ABC's this week. She says the main sticking point concerns the Trump administration's watering down, she says, the language on bringing COVID-19 under control and eradicate it. They took out 55 percent of the language that we had there for testing and tracing. And the tracing part is so important because communities of color have been disproportionately affected by this. Pelosi says she nevertheless remains hopeful. Now to the subject of elections. This is Ann Tripp with Why We Vote. The scene is North Carolina. David Zucchino is author of Wilmington's Lie. In 1898, uh, Wilmington was unusual in in two respects. One, it had a majority African-American population, but more importantly, it had a multiracial government. Three of the 10 city councilmen were black and 10 of the 26 policemen were black. There were black magistrates, uh, black lawyers and doctors, the superintendent of the streets and the county treasurer. and And there was this shared power with white Republicans. The white supremacists realized they could be outvoted at the ballot box, so it was crucial for them to crush the black vote. They claimed that black men were, were sexually insatiable and all they cared about was, was attacking white women and made up this phony rape epidemic. The white supremacists claimed blacks had been stockpiling weapons and were planning to rise up and kill all the whites and take over the town when in fact It was the whites who were stockpiling weapons and very carefully planning a massacre to kill black citizens, which they did. 
they had white vigilantes uh, called red shirts, basically an outgrowth of the Klan, and their job was right out through the countryside at night, armed with shotguns and pistols, break into black homes and pull out black men and beat them and whip them and tell them, if you dare register to vote, we'll come back and kill you. In 1896, there were 126,000 uh, registered black men. Just six years later, in 1902, the number was down to 6,000. I see echoes of 1898 everywhere, so-called white nationalists. And they're using the same techniques as the white supremacists of 1898, so it really concerns me. That was David Zucchino, author of Wilmington's Lie. So why do we vote? Because they tried so hard to keep us from doing it. This is Ann Tripp. Back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back. And as we're back into the radio show, it is time for a dog. <laughs> impeded, unimpeded look into the mind of a person who does it is not rap really well. <laughs> Oh, always dog. He that's when it's really dog when you don't know it. Ladies and gentlemen, J. Anthony Brown. Brilliant. Here we go. Brilliant. This is what mm-hmm. you need to take with you when you get ready to vote. What to put in your backpack, how to be ready. You're gonna need some wet wipes, you're gonna need some extra batteries, a power pack for your radio. Stay away from itchy wool pants and skirts, okay? Just trust me on that one, all right? <laughs> Take you something to the one of the little pee containers they sell at the travel places. I got what? one. Ladies have one for the ladies. I had to get the one that's extra wide open, and that's just mine, okay? You might have to oh, ask for that oh when you go back. When you go down there to vote, these are things you need. Stay away from snacks that stink. Please don't take like what? stinking ass snacks down there like sardines and oh, cheese yeah. and sauerkrauts and collard greens. Nobody collard wants greens. to smell that in land, all right? When you when you get ready for the next day to go vote, freeze your water. Freeze it, okay? It ain't going to be freeze it, damn it. You ain't got no canteen. Freeze it, okay? Freeze it. If you can't carry a backpack... Get one of them things that roll. Don't worry about nobody making fun of you because you look old. Your back will thank your old ass, okay? (laughs) Take several masks, several, because they're going to get all spitty and gooey and stuff like that, so you might have to change up. You want sunglasses. You want a nice hat. All right, here's another thing. Make friends with who's in front of you and Uh who's in back of you. Make okay. friends. Why? Hey, Why how you doing? That, Introduce yourself in mm. case you got to go pee and they'll oh. hold your line. Or, oh, that's or like pee that depends. Get it? That depends. Get it? That depends. Get it? That yes. depends. Get it? That depends. And let... <laughs> take you... Take you... This is the very important. Take you a comfortable folding chair. Very folding. comfortable folding chair. Okay. Now, this is very important. Check the weight of the chair okay. and check your weight, too, okay? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, wow. Check your weight wow. and the chair weight, all right? It should, okay. it should, it should match. You, the chair will let your big ass know if this is the wrong weight for the chair, okay? You do right. these things, you'll have a good time when you stand in line to vote. That's all I got to yeah. say. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> You, you don't have anything else to say about your new show? No. 
Did you say that already? Oh, be sure to check out (laughs) Assisted Living on BET, Tyler Perry's Network. One episode each night, y'all. Starring your boy. Watch out there now. All right, Jay. Thank you. Uh, Coming up in 34 minutes after the hour, President Trump. We'll just talk about him. That's what's coming up. We'll talk about him right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Okay, what, what's going on? Uh, President Trump is on the campaign trail. There are only 15 days left until the election. And while in Michigan, he lashed out at the Michigan governor, uh, Gretchen Whitmer, as the crowd chanted, lock her up, reminiscent of 2016 when he was referring to Hillary Clinton locking her up. Yeah, we all remember that. Uh, The governor of Michigan was a target in a foiled kidnapping plot, right? Well, Governor Whitmer tweeted yesterday that President Trump is fanning the flames of domestic terrorism. And also, did anyone see the Democratic Georgia State Representative uh, Vernon Jones at a Trump rally in Macon, Georgia? I saw him. Yes. Okay. Well, Dove Representative crowd, Jones. Yeah, yeah. He was crowd surfing without wearing a mask. Now, according to the Daily Mail, Representative Vernon Jones dove into the crowd like he was at a concert or something and was being passed over the heads of those in the this, crowd. Yes. And you know, Trump crowds don't wear masks. <laughs> Uh, giving God, thumbs up. Crowd. Yeah, but the crazy <laughs> part is Jones is a he Democrat, big. right? He big. Yeah, yeah, he's not a small man. Uh, he's a Democrat. <laughs> That's a big dude. Yeah, he's a Trump supporter. Okay. Really yeah. You yeah. don't get your big ass off of me. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, he, he's not a, a small man. Yeah. With. But as soon as this is over with, they're going to throw his ass out the window. As soon as this is over with. Throw his ass right in the flow. (laughs) Right in the damn flow. What do you mean, Jay? What do you mean? Just like they did in Braveheart. Remember they threw that dude out the window in Braveheart? They're going to grab his big ass and throw him right out the window. Uh, Yeah. I don't know what. I've never seen a politician do that. I I I I don't know why. Some black people think that they're just completely accepted. I promise you, you're not. Yeah. They didn't completely accept Luther, Michael, Jordan. People don't, as a whole, don't completely accept. I don't know how you, as a politician, at a Trump rally, think you can (laughs) jump your dog ass in a crowd and everybody cool with it. Here comes, I hope I don't pass him over this way. I swear to God, I ain't touching him. That's exactly Gosh. what it looked like. I, I mean, no math. I mean, how no. do you get caught up where you're going to play a game of catch the N-word? What? Really? Oh, whoa. <laughs> oh, no, he did not. That's what they, somebody probably said. <laughs> Who came up with this game? Pass him over I mean, this way. He, 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 he Let me touch him. I ain't never touched one. Let me touch him. Yeah, he's a tall one, ain't he? <laughs> He's about 6'6", six, six. ain't he looking there? Bubba, you want how him? Much fun, how much fun are you having when you say, let me jump my black ass into this crowd? I'm having the most fun I've ever had. Let me jump my black ass into this sea of white people. This is, is going to be the most freeing. I guess for him it was therapeutic. 
<laughs> and then he had thumbs up. Did you see him with the yeah. thumbs yeah. up? Yeah. 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 You know, good yeah. well, but you know, good and hell well, black yeah. people at home like, he ain't got to be this damn much of a <laughs> You ain't got to be this hard now. Woo. See, Ooh, tough crowd, crowd surfing. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then you make that call, Steve. Did you see me? Did you see me? Yeah, yeah. he tweeted. Yeah, he's you know, you know, he not, he not gonna be outdone. Herschel Walker going next week. He gonna die right in there. They gonna drop his big ass so hard. But what goes through your mind? What's your thought pattern right before you dive into know. the crowd? Hey, let me tell you something, Shirley. I what? can't imagine what his thought process is. I've never jumped into a sea of black people. Yes. I know they love me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what makes you think this is going to be all right? This is a cool thing to do. Okay. All right. It is 15 days, guys, until the November 3rd election. Early voting has started. Go to vote.org and get your dates. You want to know when you can early vote? People have already started. Millions of people have already voted. Find out when you can vote early in your state, okay? Coming up next, the nephew is here with today's prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject, her parents don't think I'm good enough. We'll get into that later but right now the nephew is here with today's prank phone call what you got for us nef divorce papers oh boy divorce papers really don't i know it (laughs) (laughs) be quiet bitter man i I can shut my eyes and feel them i know what they feel like (laughs) this is not your segment Uh, Uncle Steve, before I play this prank, do you know divorce papers when you touch them? I'm just curious if you... Oh, dog, I've been served so many places. What? (laughs) I've had them sent to my apartment. I've had them sent to... I've had them handed to me at the magic show out in Vegas. In Vegas? Yeah. What? I got served in Vegas, man. I didn't know that. Yeah, I've been everything, dog. I got okay. served yeah. that when they were singing happy birthday, happy, happy birthday, because your divorce papers, happy, happy birthday. <laughs> you know when you go to this restaurant? That's a song go with yeah. it. Happy birthday. Mm. <laughs> That's a lot. All right, let's go. Divorce papers. Let's go, cat dog. Hello? Hello? Yes? I am trying to reach a Jones, please. My name is attorney Gidry from the uh, law firm. Is she available? Yeah, this is she. How you doing, ma'am? I'm actually trying to get some business rectified. Um, dealing with your divorce that took place, I guess, over the last seven whole years. Am I correct? Correct. I got some file-up with your paperwork here. Now, you guys had some property that you owned together, I believe, in Avondale. Am I correct? Correct. I'm looking at your paperwork here, Miss Jones. I'm still a Jones. Okay. Now, we're getting down to the property, and that seems to be where the problem lies. This is in Avondale. You guys had some property, and... You sold it as you both went and, and split your ways. Right. Um, looking at the paperwork that I have here, it seems like it was filled out incorrectly. I don't know how seven years has passed for this to come back and, and fall on my desk to be uh, to get rectified. But um, whatever the dividends were that you guys took and, and, and shared, that you're now looking as if you're owing Mr. Jones an additional $18,000. What? Is that? I, I, ma'am, I don't know. I, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but I wanted to bring this information to you and see how we can get it rectified. Uh, I'm not looking for you to have that much money uh, available at uh, today, 
But I do know as a as an attorney for Mr. Jones, I must say that we're trying to get it taken care of as soon as possible. Oh, uh, wait a minute. How, wait, wait, let's back this up. How do I owe him eighteen thousand? I'm 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 for every, what reason? Well the paperwork here, ma'am, seems to be Yeah, what the paperwork say? It wasn't supposed to be fifty percent, fifty percent between you with you all. It should have been seventy five twenty five and he being seventy five percent of the property owed to him and twenty five percent. Oh no. I don't know how what uh, you know Louisiana is a community practice and how could he get seventy five percent and I get twenty five? Uh, from my understanding that he paid most of the bills when you guys were living together and that don't have anything to do with that. No, he didn't pay most of the uh, bills. I worked and contributed too. Right, and I understand that. But my understand from what I have here on the paperwork, and and I understand that you had some contribution to it, but it just seems like you did not um, contribute as much as he did. And yes, indeed, I never heard no like this. I do apologize, ma'am, but what I do need you to do is is definitely not use that type of language while I'm on the phone. Okay. Well, look, I don't really have to talk to you because I know I don't know I don't owe no. Jones, no $18,000, and he didn't overpay me because it was community property. I had two children for him. I left with none. He had everything, and there's no way I'm going to pay him no $18,000. Ma'am, I hate to get a little abrupt with you, but you are going to pay this $18,000. Now, that's going to happen. Now, if I if I have to garnish your check and do it, then that's the way it'll have to be done. But the money will be coming to Mr. Kirk Jones in the sum of 18000 Call it back, Kat. Yeah. Look, don't you hang up on me again. Now, if I have to put a lien on your property or put a lien on your ass, which one do you want? Look, and you don't talk to me like that. I talk to you because any way I, I want to. I don't know about because once I went to court, that all that was over with. You're going to pay $18,000. That's what you're going to do. Uh-huh. Now, I don't want to have to come to your house, ma'am, to pick up this money, but I will. I'm not working. I want to know how do I have to pay him 18000 See, you're not working. That's our problem from the start. That's why it wasn't 50-50. That's why it was 75-25, because you were not and holding no, up your... Baby, I work all through the year. I stayed that man 26 years, and I worked. Well, what is your butt doing now? Nothing. Well, there we go. That seems to be the root of our problem, isn't it? No, it ain't the root of no problem, because I want to know how did Kirk could get a 18%. And Louisiana is a community property. He had his lawyer there, and I had my lawyer. He agreed to it, and that was that. So I don't know how I owe him 18000 Ma'am, that's the way the problem was. Evidently, you didn't read the paperwork that you signed when you and Kurt separated seven years ago. Now, if you didn't read your paperwork correctly, this is why it comes back to bite you in your butt. Oh, no, it's not, because I had a lawyer, and, and he had his lawyer. We agree with everything, was back and forward, and we agree with everything. He signed a paper, and that was that. Well, maybe you didn't have a lawyer that was worth a damn who didn't read the bottom of the paperwork himself. And I had a lawyer and thought I had a good lawyer. That that, And I understand that, ma'am, and that happens a lot of, a lot of time. I can't believe that. And I, I had two children struggle with him, and we got what we got by both of us work, and this he's going to come back and tell and oh, no, I'm going to fight this. When can we expect a payment starting to work on this 18000 I don't know. Well, I mean, I'm going to have to get a date or something where I can start getting $500 from you per month or something like that. Yes, indeed, $500 a month. I haven't worked. I was working. Up. When you want to sit, I don't think I should have to tell tell you all this because I need to get talk to me a lawyer because I'm not agreeing to anything because I don't think that no, it's not fair. I tell you 
give me a deadline because I'm going to have to get me a lawyer. As an it? <sighs> I'm trying to keep my composure. As an attorney, ma'am. How do you have the right? And I, I don't have no say so over this. Are you? Are you? Have you remarried? No, I haven't. Okay. You, you realize if I don't get the money, uh huh, then I don't get paid. Right. Listen, I'm going to be down in your area uh, probably on Wednesday. Do you think you and I can get together and probably talk about this? Because I want to help you as much as I can. Yeah, because I don't think it's fair to me. Wednesday, where I'm not, I could be there. Well, you think that maybe uh, you and I can get together maybe and work something out? Yeah, because I know I'm not, I mean, I cannot afford to pay Jones no $1,800. He done took the house from me for little or nothing. And I tell you what. I tell you what, I'll do this. I won't I won't tell Mr. Jones anything, but only on one condition. That's me and you being able to work this thing out behind closed doors. What do you mean, work it out? I mean, work it out. What do you mean? What do you think I mean? I don't know. Tell me. Well, maybe, you know, like I'm a, dumb. some relations or something. Why would you want a relationship with me? Not relationship. You don't even know me. Not relationship, but just, you know, maybe kind of kick it. Take care of you what way. I'm dumb. I don't know. I don't know nothing about life. I think you know a whole lot about life. No, I don't. But why is you messing with me? I just want to see if we can maybe get together. I'll throw all this paperwork out and I'll let you know it's not possible. But, I, but I'm if you not meet Mr. me, you meet me Wednesday, I'll make this thing go away. I don't believe this. I tell you what else you ain't gonna believe. What? This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your sister Janice. <laughs> you no good. I got Janice on the phone. I got her, I got her grandbaby on the phone. You just got <laughs> by the whole family. <laughs> what? Yes, I'm going to kick you. <laughs> <laughs> Give it to me. Get a nephew, son. That took a sharp away. left <laughs> turn. Yeah. You didn't see it coming. I'm, I'm dumb. Uh-huh. What do you mean? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, king of pranks. King of pranks. Play too much. Coming up next. Uh, <laughs> My strawberry letter for today. The subject, her parents don't think I'm good enough. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, guys, 15 days until the November 3rd election. Go to vote.org. Get your dates and early voting locations in your state and get it done. Okay, get it done. Time Neil. now. Yeah, get it done. We've all done ours. Yeah. Steve, you're next. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, yeah, yeah, he said today after work, for I sure. Hell, I don't vote. <laughs> I, I don't know. Vote this... I'll tell you, it's going to be one of these damn days. I don't give a damn mm-hmm. if I wait till the third. Right, yeah. <laughs> don't do that, though. Just as long as you vote, yeah. Oh, no, mm-hmm. don't. Don't worry about that. I'm born on camp. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. If you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter, just like we're going to read this one. <laughs> Live right here, right now. Here we go. That's Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, Strawberry Letter. 
Thank you, nephew. Subject, her parents don't think I'm good enough. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a 30-year-old man dating a 25-year-old woman. We've been together for four months and things just got ugly between us. She moved to the U.S. three years ago and her parents live in Africa. She came to the States by herself to attend college and she's done quite well for herself. She's not like the average 25-year-old. She does not drink, smoke, curse, or party. And she only listens to Christian music. She She is gorgeous and way out of my league, so I'm very lucky to have her. Uh, I've been honest with her about my past and the bad choices I've made in women, not finishing college and my career goals. I'm no longer partying and smoking weed, but I still drink sometimes. My career is just taking off, so I'm not as financially stable as I would like to be. She's very close to her parents, and she tells them everything. When she told them about me... She said they immediately decided I'm not good enough for her. That had been bothering me. So recently when she was FaceTiming with her parents, I told her I'd like to say hello to them. I leaned in to say hi and her dad started frowning and he did not speak back. Instead, he told me that he's disappointed in how I chose to present myself to him and his wife for the first time. He said it's obvious that I make bad decisions a lot, so he did not want me dating his daughter. After the call, she cried and said she cannot go against her parents' wishes, so we could only be friends. She asked if I could be patient until she can change her parents' minds. Uh, Should I remain friendly with her and see what happens? or should I respect her parents' wishes? Well, um, honestly, I think the decision has already been made. I mean, she's not going against her parents' wishes. So say hello to your little friend right now. That's what she is right now. You guys can only be friends. But I do like the fact that um, you know she's out of your league and that you're very lucky to have her. It, It depends on what you do with her, you know, and how you handle this situation from here on out. Um... There's an obviously something she likes about you or she wouldn't have gotten with you in the first place. I mean, you guys have only been together for four months. But, um, you know, there's culturally a difference here. You know, this doesn't work for her parents. You know, your background, the choices, all of that. Um, they're, they're very much a part of her decisions. Yes, she's grown. She's 25. But, um You're not just dating her. Her family has a say, and uh, she's listening to them. I I mean, you know, you got to say about every parent, this about every parent, they always want the best for their kids, and no one on the planet is good enough for their, their children. That's just how it is. She's their baby girl. They have high expectations, and you have to respect that. You say your career is just taking off. You don't make as much money as you'd like to. Okay, that's fair. Uh, that can be changed. The question is, are you willing to get where you need to be for this relationship? Uh, because her parents aren't going anywhere. Um, first impressions are, you know, very important. Now you're going to have to do something about that because he didn't like the way you presented yourself on the computer waving in from behind. Uh, If you really want this young lady, you're going to have to impress her parents. Uh, So what does that mean? It means you're going to have to work really hard to turn your life around in their eyes if you want her. Um, You know, you could take that as a challenge, what her dad said, you not being good enough. And from now on, no more talking and waving to them from behind on the computer. You have to, if it's possible, win them over by showing them they were wrong about you. Steve? Well, bro, here we go. 
Her parents don't think I'm good enough. Dear Steve, Shirley, uh, you're 30, dating this 25-year-old. Y'all been together four months. And after four months, you say things got ugly between us. Now, she moved to the States three years ago. Her parents live in Africa, which means she's from Africa. She came to the States by herself, went to college, and she's done quite well for herself. She's mature for her age, you say. She doesn't drink, smoke, curse, or party, and she only listens to Christian music. She's gorgeous and way out of my league, so I'm very lucky to have her. Now, here's the problem with this line right here. Most men, you, you want to date up. So I don't have a problem with the line. The problem I have is, oh, oh I'm going to get back to that. Let me say this first. I've been honest with her about your past and bad choices you made in women. You ain't finished college, your career goals. Now, you ain't partying, smoking weed, but I still drink sometimes. My career is just talk taking off. Now, with all that said, the bad choices, all this here, your past, is she lucky to have you? Mm. That's the problem with this whole damn letter. Not according to her dad. Uh, All right, Steve, hang on. We'll get part two of your response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. My strawberry letter for today, the subject, her parents don't think I'm good enough. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Come on, Steve, let's recap today's strawberry letter. Subject, her parents don't think I'm good enough. 30-year-old man dating this beautiful 25-year-old African queen that came over here. Did real well with her education. She don't party, smoke, drink, cuss. She just listen to Christian music. The guy says, man, way out of league. You know, he lucky to have her, but... Due to his past mistakes, he's been real honest with her. The choice in women he made, not finishing college. <laughs> Ain't no telling what else he leaving out this letter, but mm-hmm. he went down a list of stuff. And, uh, you know, you're lucky to have him. But with all this stuff that you said, I still drink sometimes. My career's just taking off. Uh, is she lucky to have you? And what career is taking off? You know, so that's the question. So my question is, how did you get her in the first place? (laughs) What did you say? See, somewhere in the intro, before you got to the what all is wrong, you didn't tell that. Because that ain't how you get the chick that's out your league. You don't open the game up with what's wrong with you. (laughs) You told a series of lies and left out a series of key parts of information. <laughs> Ain't nowhere in the world you say, hey, look, I made some mistakes. I done had a lot of women. I dropped out of college. I done failed miserably. I used to sell a little weed, and now, you know, I'm trying to get my life on track. But, uh, <laughs> man, whoo, you being a Christian all be the perfect thing to help me get it, get it on track. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not what you said. So you said something to her to get it going. Uh, I'm not as financially stable as I'd like to be. That means you ain't got your money right. I understand that. You only come up, you're 30. She's very close to her parents, and she tells them everything. So when she told them about you, they immediately decided that you're not good enough for her. 
I mean, if you read the letter, it it says that. <laughs> it, it, it clearly says you're not good enough for her. That's what it says. Well, it's not that you're not good enough. It's that they don't think you right for her. And they don't think you're deserving of her. Like Shirley said, everybody wants the best for their children. So, you know, they told you that, dang, you ain't good enough. They told her you're not good enough for her. So that kind of was bothering you. So she was FaceTiming her parents. You told her you want to say hello to her. So I leaned in to say hi. Oh, God. Oh, my goodness. No. Now, her dad started frowning, and he didn't even speak back. Instead, he told me he's disappointed in how I chose to present himself to him and his wife for the first time. Absolutely correct. See, y'all young-ass people live in this little silly-ass FaceTime age. You think everything can happen like that. Old-school people ain't with that, man. They got protocol. They got rules. And because you don't know them, your little FaceTime, hey, Mm -hmm. hey, everybody. It's me, Romy Rome. Yeah. Uh, Hope you had some clothes and stuff on. You know, you got no shirt on, chain on. Right, right. Braid, something, you know. So he told me he was disappointed how I chose to present himself to his wife. He said it's obvious that you've made some bad decisions a lot because now your girlfriend had told him you had a lot of women. You know, mm. you dropped out of college. She tells him everything. You ain't got your money right. You ain't financially <laughs> stable. He's on everything. You know, got a record. What did her father say when he told her when she told him all that? The hell you with his nothing ass folk? In your accent. <laughs> same thing I've had to say. The exact same Uh-oh. thing I've had In to say. In your accent. Why are you with him? Thank you. Who is he? It's not for you. There's nothing. He's who, the, who goes to college and no finish? Lots of women. He's not hell. In America, they don't even allow for lots of women. <laughs> After the call, she cried and said she can't go against her parents' wishes so we could only be friends. That's the way they were raised. Mm-hmm. She listens to Christian music. They have values in their family. So she says she can't go against their wishes. She can't. That's the way their family was raised. That's her father. So we could only be friends. She asked if I would be patient until she can change her parents' mind. So should I remain friendly with her and see what happens, or should I respect her parents' wishes? Hold up, dog. It ain't it ain't her parents' wishes. It's her wishes. She said she can't go against her parents' wishes. This decision she makes, she ain't saying, I'm going to see you in spite of. She don't want to see you until she can get her parents to come around. Right. The decision you have to make is, are you going to stay friendly with her? Now, you in it for the long haul, or did you was in it just for something to happen real quick? Mm-hmm. That's all this is a question about, man. You ain't going to get another one like this. I'd hang in there and see what no. could happen. Yeah. But in the meantime, though, I would get myself together. First yeah. thing you need to do is apologize to her father. You're absolutely correct. I wasn't thinking, sir. Mm-hmm. But I will respect your wishes and stand back. And I'm going to get myself together and come back to you and show you the man that I am. You could try that. That's right, Steve. Unless being the man you're going to be going to take you like eight years. 
All right, thank you. Post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter. It's Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. And don't forget to check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Coming up at 46 minutes after the hour, Junior Sports Talk. Oh, Lord. <laughs> right after this. Cheer yeah. up, Junior. It's all good, Junior. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Junior is here. We got to cheer him up. He's a little down uh-uh. today. No, sure. Sports talk, Junior. Come on. What's no. up, Junior? No, don't cheer me up. Cheer the <laughs> team up. <laughs> the team need a win. They need to cheer. <laughs> if you're going to cheer anybody up, what go down there. Off. <laughs> See? The, the Houston Texans. Mm. I need all the Houston team. Yeah. yeah all the The whole city. Astros, all of them. Yeah, but, look, I'm going to just put this plea out here right now. Uh, we're looking for a coach who can count. If there's any coaches who can get to eight, we would like to offer you a job. If you a little Pop Warner football coach and you got a winning record, we'll take you. If you oh, if you coach soccer, a chess team, anything, but you winning, you can count, you got a job in Houston. Is this simple arithmetic? Is Just simple. simple. Arithmetic? If okay. you understand numbers of people who are beating you, like somebody wearing the number 22, follow. if you know how to just follow 22, if you can say that, you can get a job in Houston. Junior, yeah. No one understands what you're talking about. No, uh, the, the, we, the Houston Texans lost by eight. Okay, we lost. <laughs> we just need a coach who can count to eight. Maybe we can win. Because he don't understand down, the difference. Steve. <laughs> He'll understand it different. I just was just letting people know. But in the other news in sports, somebody who actually won, somebody who won. Yes. There's a new lightweight boxing champion of the world, 23-year-old Tefimo Lopez beat Vasily Lomachenko in a 12-round fight in, at the MGM in Las Vegas. I know you saw it on Saturday Hell night. Hell yeah, I saw it and won money. <laughs> what? Man, well, at least Lopez. somebody won something. Yeah, somebody won something. Uh-huh. Well, take y'all, a why don't y'all don't talk to me, man? I, I, I'm, I'm a, well, let's take a listen to Lopez after the fight, saying that everybody wants to be like Mayweather. Take a listen to this. Everyone yeah. wants to be like Mayweather. In order to be like Mayweather, you got to be like Pretty Boy first. You got to fight those guys that they don't think that you'll win. You got to fight the likes of those guys that are undefeated and is a good fight in order to make those type of millions that people want to make. Why are you buying so many chains and all this at an early age? You're not making nothing. You're not making not a dollar. So, I mean... um. I'm I'm just thankful that I'm able to be the first one to do that and push for the for the young ones out there. Man, nice. all right, mm-hmm. okay, mm-hmm. Uh, okay. That's smart, mm-hmm. brother. What you buying all these chains for? Huh? You ain't made yeah. but five thousand for the fight. What are we? <laughs> wisdom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a lot. You of made wisdom. more than that. No, I'm just saying. You know they. You know he ain't making the money. You ain't getting no twenty million dollars for the fight now. No. Right. Now he the champ. Now I was changing. Well, this would have been. Mm-hmm. This would have ranked up there with uh, Fury Wilder in terms of attendance. Mm-hmm. Oh, if oh, it wasn't for oh, COVID. This, this, was gonna be, this one was oh. going to be big, man. Oh, wow. Hey. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's how right. big this fight was. Thank you, Junior. Uh, yeah. Coming up at the top of the hour, get ready for Comedy Roulette with the fellas right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, time now for Comedy Roulette, all right? Jay, quickly explain it, please. So simple. Take three subjects, put them on a wheel, spin the wheel, where it stop. Because we that good, 
We can make it funny. Do it. Watch it. Here it go. All right, comedians. Here we go. <laughs> Ready? All right. <laughs> Things people say when they overdo it at a funeral. Mm. <laughs> That's uh-huh. Things men say when they get caught looking at another woman. Or things people say when they get caught in a lie on the detective TV show First 48. Oh, that's, that's a good, a good one, one too. Right that's yeah. a good one too. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Ready? All right, spun it, spun it, spun it. I was sure hoping it was when they get caught looking at another woman, but it's things yeah, you people say. Yes, yes. <laughs> things people say when they get caught in a lie on uh, First 48, the detective TV show. Oh, All right, let's okay, go, the guys. First thing, the first one, the first one. See, mm-hmm. uh, I, I wasn't I I driving the getaway car. I was doing Uber, and then I stopped at the light, and they all jumped in. That's what had happened. I was doing <laughs> That's an a Uber long run. That's, I, I wasn't, we wasn't, you know we didn't rob lie. nothing. We wasn't rob. <laughs> Things people say when they get caught out of first 48. Okay. Uh-huh. Listen to me. Listen to me. I'm trying to go to heaven. Why would I kill somebody? I'm trying to go to heaven. What I'ma do that for? What I'ma do that for, officer? Things people say when they caught in the lounge first 48. Okay, yeah, I I shot him, but see, I thought this was a water gun. I ain't know it was a real gun. Wait, what? It was a water gun, dog. It was water. I'm just Damn. All right, come on, Steve. Things people say when they're caught in a lie on First 48. I ain't never killed three people before. What? <laughs> it's straight up and down. You said three, right? I ain't never killed three people before. <laughs> okay. Oh Things people say when they get caught in a lie on uh-huh. First 48. If, if he were dead, then how did he wave at me when I left, huh? Tell me that. He waved it at me. He waved it at me when I left. He wasn't dead. <laughs> All right. Things they say on First 48 when they get called a lie. Uh-huh. So so they said it was me? They said it was me. Yeah. Okay, I say it was them. So it was them. It can't be me and them. It was them first then. That's why you in there. They said yeah. Things we would say when you caught in line on first 48. Okay, uh, we, 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 yeah, we stole the money. We stole, but we stole it for the church. We trying to help the church because the church needed. So you see what I'm saying? This, this, all this was for uh-huh. a purpose. No. We you know what I'm saying? Oh. It's, the prin- it's the principality or, or whatever. You know, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> right. It's a, it's a reason for it, partner. All right, Steve. Things people say when caught in a lie on First 48. See, see, see right there. See right there, Detective. You said they was tied up in a Boy Scout knot. Uh-huh. I only, only went to the Cub Scouts. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't even learned that night. Right. <laughs> Keep talking. Good one. Good one. Uh-huh. You can ask my grandmama. Okay, my other grandmama that didn't die. My uh, well, well, the yeah. other one. My, you can ask my great grandmama. Well, you can ask. <laughs> <laughs> okay. These people say when they get caught Close in loud first forty-eight. Go ahead. Man, can I have a cigarette before I tell y'all everything? 
No, oh, he coming back. Oh, he's been it out now. I'm going to tell you everything. You just let me get a new portion. I'm going to tell you everything. All right, Steve, you closing it out. Things people say when caught in a lie on First 48. Hey, man, if y'all going to run them cameras, do I get paid? No. <laughs> Coming up more of today's trending stories on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. We'll be back in 20 minutes after, <laughs> right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, time for Tell Me Something Good. Here's Carla with some good news. iHeart is celebrating HBCUs. What's up? All right. Well, yeah, that's mm-hmm. right, Shirley. That's good, right. yes. Yes, starting today. Right, right, right. Uh-huh, that's right, Jay. iHeart Radio and the Steve Harvey Morning Show will be doing a month-long virtual HBCU homecoming celebration dedicated to celebrating black excellence mm-hmm. and the HBCUs alongside with alumni like yours yeah. truly <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. students that, you know, make these traditions come to life. You know, of course, due to COVID-19 homecoming in the fall, a lot of the HBCUs, uh, obviously we had to cancel or postpone homecoming celebrations. But check this out. On November 12th, we will virtually bring together HBCU students and alumni with their favorite musical artists, influencers, entertainment. I know we miss kicking it on the yard, homecoming, but we got you. Keep listening. iHeartRadio all month long. Go to steveharveyfm.com slash HBCU to learn more. Junior. Man, I can't. Say it, baby. I'm missing. You know. Hey, baby. You know, baby. You know. Man, with y'all, congratulations! Yeah, Junior, That's great news. Go down there with your boys this year. No, Unc, I ain't get to Just do cancel. it. Man. Yeah, post God, it hurt, man. We barbecued, we cooked out, man. We had gumbo. it's a family reunion. It's yeah, family then we, one reunion. night we had we made barbecue. Man, it's fun, man. <laughs> All right, thanks to iHeart for celebrating HBCUs. Thanks, Carla. More of the Steve Harvey Morning Show and some trending news coming up at 33 minutes after the hour. Right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Okay, what what's going on? Uh, President Trump is on the campaign trail. There are only 15 days left until the election. And while in Michigan, he lashed out at the Michigan governor, uh, Gretchen Whitmer, as the crowd chanted, lock her up, reminiscent of 2016 when he was referring to Hillary Clinton locking her up. Yeah, we all remember that. Uh, The governor of Michigan was a target in a foiled kidnapping plot, right? Well, Governor Whitmer tweeted yesterday that President Trump is fanning the flames of domestic terrorism. And also, did anyone see the Democratic Georgia State Representative uh, Vernon Jones at a Trump rally in Macon, Georgia? I saw him. Yes. Okay. Well, Representative Jones. Yeah, yeah. He was crowd surfing without wearing a mask. Now, according to the Daily Mail, Representative Vernon Jones dove into the crowd like he was at a concert or something and was being passed over the heads of those in the crowd. And you know, Trump crowds don't wear masks. Uh, giving oh, thumbs up. Yeah, but the crazy <laughs> part is Jones is a he Democrat, big. right? He big. Yeah, yeah, he's not a small man. Uh, he's a Democrat. <laughs> That's a big dude. Yeah, he's a Trump supporter. Okay. Yeah. You don't get your big ass off of me. <laughs> so, I mean, he, he's not a, a small man. Yeah. With. But as soon as this is over with, they're going to throw his ass out the window. As soon as this is over with. Throw his ass right in the flow. Right in the damn flow. What do you mean, Jay? What do you mean? (laughs)
<laughs> just like they did in Braveheart. Remember they threw that dude out the window in Braveheart? <laughs> they gonna grab his big ass and throw him right out the window. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't using know him right what, now. I've never seen a politician do that. I don't. Me I don't. Know what, I don't. I don't know why some black people think that they're just completely accepted. I promise you, you're not. Yeah, you know, yeah. they didn't completely accept Luther, Michael. Jordan, I don't know how you as a politician at a Trump rally think you can <laughs> jump your dark ass in the crowd and everybody cool with it. Here comes, I hope I don't pass him over this way. I swear to God, I ain't touching him. That's exactly what it looked like. I, I mean, no matter. I mean, how no. do you get caught up where you gonna play a game of catch the N word? What really? Oh, whoa! <laughs> oh no, he did not. <laughs> that's what they. Somebody probably said. Nah. Who came up with this game? <laughs> Pass him no, over I mean, this he way. Wasn't, he, he, he Let wasn't me touch good. him. I ain't never touched one. Let me touch him. <laughs> He's a tall one, ain't he? Coming up, it's our last break of the day. It is the last break of the day brought to you by yours truly. You have been listening to the last break of the day. (laughs) 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 And of course, we'll we'll have some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey (laughs) at 49 minutes after the hour, right after this. The best at not making sense. That's my (laughs) boy. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, before we get to everything, I got to say once again, happy birthday to my beautiful baby, Sheridan. Sheridan is 24 years old today. Happy Happy birthday. birthday. She's no longer a baby. I know. (laughs) Girl, she's 24. Mommy's little baby. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. 24, 24. 24. Uh Uh-huh. Y'all are getting a little lady now. She's She's good and grown. Yep. All right. Well, with only 15 days left until the November 3rd election, please go to vote.org. Yeah. Let's vote. Let's vote, y'all. I know. (laughs) Please go to vote.org and vote early. Please do that. Find the locations, all of that. You still have time to vote before the November 3rd election, but vote early. Let them know you mean business. Right, Steve? Yeah, you know, I think uh, I think we're on to something this year from what I can see mm-hmm. because I've never seen the involvement that I have with this election. It's much bigger than last, last election uh, with Trump versus Hillary. I think the turnout is going to be much bigger. Uh, I am concerned with the silent ma- minority. The silent majority is what they call themselves. Because there are so many Trump lovers and supporters who are silent about it. Because this country has a sickness called racism in it. And even though there are millions of people who are trying very hard to do something about it uh, on all sides of the color spectrum, on all sides of the religious spectrum, on all sides of the gender spectrum, it's just a lot of people doesn't matter color is really trying to do something about this issue this social injustice that's been happening to people of color for so long with that said there are a lot there is a large large group of people who want things to remain the same there is a large group of people who want things to go back to the way they once were 
which is the whole idea behind Make America Great Again, which is the sickening part of it. See, I don't mind people being Democrats or I don't mind people being Republicans. I think there's good ideas on both sides. I think there's good people on both sides. As long as we're not talking about a hate group of some kind, you can have good Republicans and you can have very good Democrats. It happens that way. The problem I have with the Republicans is the party that you hold so dear is represented by the worst kind of representative. This man that holds the highest office in the land is unfit to be president. And you know it. You know it. You know he is not of the moral fiber that you would like to see as the president of the United States. You know he is not of the intellect that you would like to see in the president of the United States. You know he doesn't hold the moral values that you would like to see in the president of the United States. And I really do believe that you know it. But is it because that he represents your power, your position, and your money that you are willing to forego all of the above and reelect him? Trump? I mean, really, man? Really? That's what's hard for me to believe. It's not that there are not good Republicans because there are lots of them. But you can't tell me that this is who you really think is representative of you. Now, on the other hand, there are a large number of people who are just like him, exactly like him and worse. And they're overjoyed with the fact the Proud Boys, white supremacist groups, these militias, these people with these kidnapping uh, 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 plots for the governor of uh, Michigan and so forth and so on. And, and these uh, this cute cult thing that they got going on. And it's just so much. It's just kind of reminiscent of the Tea Party and worse. But all of a sudden, as him, him as the president, all of them have stepped forward like they got a buddy and a friend in the White House. That don't bother you? If you're a Republican and you're not a racist, the fact that he won't denounce white supremacists and he won't denounce racism, that, that don't bother you? That's the part that's troubling to me. I got that there's going to be tens of millions of people in this country that's just like Donald Trump. I got it. I got it. You ain't going nowhere. You're not going to change. I got it. But now, for those of you who are not willing to sit by and let him be the representative of your party. For those of you who voted for him last time and have sat there for four years and went, I can't believe this guy didn't rise to the occasion. For those of you who decided to sit out last time because you said your vote didn't count, we need all of y'all at the polls. We need all of you at the polls, man. Because this has to stop. And in less than 15 days, we can stop it. We can put a stop to this serious cancer 
that's been sitting in the White House this entire time. This is sickening, man, what he's been allowed to do, perpetrate, pull off, and say as a president of the United States, I just don't believe that we need him to be there. And I'm asking everybody who, who can vote to get out and vote, make your vote count, and send a message to him that black lives do matter. They matter so much they got you out of office. That's why I'm voting, because he don't think black lives matter, and I'm going down to prove that they do. Please vote. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 